Hi, I'm Jess. And I'm George. And this is Transpantastic, a podcast about gender, identity, orientation, and all of the life that happens around them. We went to Ikea. We went to Ikea. It's a big deal because it's an outing. In order to, to have an outing, you have to have freedom. And no kids. Hallelujah. That's the freedom part. <laughs> <laughs> so we went to Ikea, and we live in kind of a small town. So it's kind of a drive, and it's, it's yeah, kind of it's a day trip. It's a couple trip. hours each way. Yeah, so it's a day trip for us. Yeah. And um, so was, on the way back, we it stopped. It was an outing. It was. Yes. And it was quite an outing for you. It was quite an outing for me. <laughs> Actually, I'm the only one who, who no, noticed this. Okay. As far as I could tell. Yeah. I wasn't really searching to make sure, but, you know, I was just still surprised myself. So, you know, a couple hours drive there, a couple hours drive back. We have to stop for food somewhere along the way. And you can't eat Ikea food because of allergies. So we stop at a restaurant on the way back. And what happened, George? I can tell you what happened. <laughs> Please do. Well, I I thought it's a good idea to use the restroom before you leave the restaurant and get in the car for two hours again. You're so practical. Especially after two glasses of iced tea mm -hmm. and some water. Yes. Yes. So I get up and I go back to the front of the restaurant and walk right into the restroom. You go back to the front? I go back to the front, <laughs> yes. I go to the uh, where the restrooms are. <laughs> she does this to me all the time. It's because I love you. It's because I have interesting ways of explaining things. <laughs> and I walk in the restroom, and, you know, I'm trying to get my hormone replacement therapy started, so... I don't have a lot of a transition going on, and I don't have a binder, so I'm not terribly male, and it would be hard to present that way. We ordered you a binder this week. We did order a binder, but besides that, I don't have one right now, so I'm not wearing a binder. I'm not, but I just walk in the restroom, and then I see the urinal, and I say, hmm, that's a urinal. I think I better go in the other restroom. <laughs> I can't believe I just walked in there. You just walked into the men's room. I just room, walked that's into where the belong. men's room, and then I went, "Oh, this is the wrong restroom, right? Wrong restroom. It's the right, right restroom, right, but right this minute I need to be in the other one." Yes. Even though when I get in there, if there's any ladies in there, it will be very confusing to them. Yes. However. You're still a very masculinely presenting person, even if you still have a chest and hips. Yes. And it. speaking of bathrooms, we did have a, a bathroom experience. Yeah, I'll just throw this extra bathroom story in there. Oh. The restroom story. When we went to uh, a concert the other night, and as I'm coming out of the restroom, this lady who's coming in and distracted by her phone or something looks up, startles, and then looks at my chest and then goes, oh. And walks in. And I laugh so hard. It it's just made me laugh. Chest. Because I haven't had that experience in a long time. So it just made me laugh really hard. That that's, I startled the poor, poor lady. That's great. She, she, she stopped and looked to see what restroom she was going in. 
She looked at the restroom before she looked at the rest of you. Yes. And then she, she relaxed and went in. Uh-huh. She's like, oh, okay, I'm paying attention now. Which yes. wasn't what I was doing today. No, <laughs> was, you were I, I thought I looked at the sign. Probably I didn't. I just walked in. Yeah, you went and into then, the bathroom that matches you. And Yeah, but it wasn't matching what was going on today. So No, it didn't match the body that you walked in there with. So I, I think it's good that you have that sense of realism about it, though. Yes, and that's that's something we want to talk about is being realistic and, and being grounded. And I wasn't grounded, but I was realistic enough to know, turn around, go into the restroom. Yes. And that was the, the realistic in the moment. Mm-hmm. And there's some overall need for being realistic in the transition process here. And then there's some more immediate need for being realistic. Yes. Some of each. Yes. You know, and I think it's important to recognize that while transition is at its core, a very self-absorbed process, because not to say that is a bad thing, you are taking care of yourself. You're doing for yourself what you need to do to be more comfortable with yourself. How many yours were in that sentence, I don't even know, but it's, it's very, it's a very self-absorbed process by necessity. So you get so absorbed in your own experience, not you personally, but I've seen a lot of trans people get so absorbed in their own experience that they forget to have that reality check. I keep, I keep wondering about that. I don't want to be too much of a teenager at some point. Oh, I'll, I won't let that happen. Thank you. Uh, Go ahead. We have kids. Yes. I, I won't let you be too much of a teenager. No, we don't need that. No, but I've seen so many people do that. Like some of the guys that you see on Facebook who may be 30, 35, 40 years old, but they're up there on their uh, Facebook or their YouTube talking like teenagers. Mm, and right. women who wear their prom dress to go out grocery shopping. Yeah. Or do their makeup in uber high femme every single day, all day, won't leave the house until they've spent two hours on their appearance. Which I know some cis women like that, but most people have a little bit more of a realistic approach to attending to their circumstances. If you're just going to Walmart, you don't need the prom dress. Right. You don't need the pleather pants. Oh my god. That was bad. At or something like Pleather that. Pleather pants and the lace blouse. That was, it was yeah. bad. That, that, that's not a good idea. No. And I know lots of other cisgender people don't always pay attention to what they're wearing, probably especially at Walmart, because we've seen a lot of those type of things. Oh go my, around, there's but, a whole website of yeah. them. But yes, you, you, you still have to have some reality check to be aware of what's appropriate for your circumstance and what's appropriate for the body that you have, not the body you wish you had. And I think that goes to a little bit of what you were saying to me earlier today about the trans people are often very attentive to their presentation and their circumstances. I I, I guess that's why it's kind of extra shocking if somebody's not, because it is in anywhere in society you know, if you wear your tuxedo to the grocery store, it's, you know, you're like, okay, what is this guy doing? Is he getting champagne or, you know? You, if you 
present yourself in a way that's not entirely suited to the circumstance, then you're drawing more attention to yourself and you're more likely to accidentally out yourself. Which cannot always, it's not always a good situation. And sometimes if you are standing out, it can be actually a worse situation yeah. because it bothers people more. Mm-hmm. And uh, unfortunately, that can be uh, dangerous. Mm-hmm. Very. So... And, I mean, that's something that fashion advisors tell even cisgender people. Dress the body that you have, not the body you wish you had. You know, you watch shows like What Not to Wear and something Clinton and Stacy say all the time, and I haven't watched that show in years, but that's one of the few things that stuck with me. It's true. And you've said that about yourself. Mm-hmm. You wear certain types of more feminine clothes that you would prefer to wear something probably more masculine, but it would not fit your body type. It wouldn't. And when I was presenting more butch, as my body changed after a few pregnancies, it kind of became comical. And I changed to a more feminine presentation at that point, just out of practicality. That makes sense. You've seen pictures. You, the butch thing. I, I just... <laughs> My wife is not butch. She's a princess man, but she's not butch. The butch picture, here's what I say every time. Look at those eyebrows. Do you see any butch was, chicks with those eyebrows? I was, no. I was dating a Mary Kay lady. Okay, well, even the butch dykes are not going to say, yeah, you can do my eyebrows. No, not like that. They wouldn't go, they wouldn't, and then take a picture? Like, here I am. Like a portrait picture. No, they wouldn't do that. So the eyebrows, they give you away. Mm. Sorry. I always pick on her about the eyebrows. <sighs> anyway. Anyway. Realistic being realistic. self-presentation. And being realistic of what can be done in my transition at what time. It's certainly not practical, especially when a binder is still in the mail. <laughs> to think, oh, yes, I think I'll go to the men's room and use the urinal. I have no stand-to-pee device. I have no expertise at this point in stand-to-pee, and I have no binder, so it's a bad idea. So it would be silly. So it's, it's important to, for me to have this kind of mapped out of an order of things and preparing for the items of the order like what I can do now, what I can't, and when will those can't items come up on the agenda. So those include having a binder, um, having uh, that aspect of a more masculine presentation Mm -hmm. to the general public. Yes. Would really startle the lady trying to go in the women's room. If I had had a binder on. Yes. I think she would have marched right back out of there and stood there till I got out of the way. If you had been wearing a binder, I don't think you would have been in the women's room anyway. But what are some other things that are on that timeline? You've got binder, you've got hormones, you've got surgery, then coming out at work. Coming out at work. Um, designing a plan for coming out at work and laying that out for... Supervisors and HR. 
Yeah. We've got a timeline for coming out to the kids, which involves summer break and them being home so they can process that. And not process it with their teachers and classmates. Right. Because I don't think that would be helpful to them. No. Even though I think that they'll adjust well, I think it'll be easier for them if they're home. And when do you change your gender marker? When do you deal with, is the insurance company going to change your gender marker? Apparently, they don't always do that. What else? I, I haven't even cleaned out the whole closet of whatever the heck might be in there that I'm never going to wear again. No. Because for a long time, I had bought uh clothes, more masculine style clothes that were cut for women just because they fit better and they seemed better professionally. Yes, you you have to have a professional presentation in your job. I do. So my, you know, I haven't even gone through the whole closet. That's part of my I'll wait till when when that's going to be practical and when that's going to also be for me celebratory. Yes. Of I'm checking this stuff right out. Good for you. <laughs> yeah. So there's there's different things on the timeline, and I can't flip-flop the order, and it would mess things up if I went right to work and said, okay, now I'm Mr. George. So there you have it, and everybody calls me Mr. That's final. Never mind the binder hasn't come in the mail. <laughs> Forget that I still have tits and hips. Yeah. You, you don't see them anymore. Yeah. You have to ignore them. Yes. So that would be impractical. It can't be done that way. Well, I think that's really strong of you to be so realistic and so patient with that (laughs) process. I'm laughing. (laughs) You don't feel patient. I don't feel patient. And it's not that I'm not patient about that process. I'm down for the process, but I would like it to get started. (laughs) I'm sorry. We can be found on the web at transpantastic.blogspot.com and you can email us at transpantastic at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you, so let us know what you think or what you want to hear about. Disclaimer time, we are neither your doctor nor your mental health professional. We are here to discuss our own lives, and so we take no responsibility for your decisions based on our discussions. If you are considering transition, please seek professional assistance. If you are considering parenting while transitioning, you definitely need professional assistance. All contents are distributed under a Creative Commons no-derivative license and may be shared freely in their entirety. Any alteration or less-than-complete reproduction requires permission of the hosts. Thanks for listening! Coming out all over again. Woo! Aren't you excited? Hmm. Is there cake? There can be. Oh, I might be excited then. (laughs) I'll get you excited. (laughs) I think we'll be done now. Okay. All right. (laughs) Yay. Thanks. (laughs) (laughs) Ha, 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 ha.